In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors. Sui Fung Ji snuck her way back into the strafe office building, remembering this time not to be detected. She made it to the basement only to discover the handiwork of another netrunner and a system devoid of the dark matter files. Meanwhile, Saul had a trudge through sewers to find a laboratory bunker filled with secrets and mutated seals. Narrowly escaping with his body and psyche intact, Saul reflects on what the truth means for Claudia and him. Abel finally gets all the answers she can out of Zemlin decides he was never her enemy. Shaken and dejected, the three split ways. But for how long? Uh, so, where we left off, um, you have this, like, weird camera that seemed out of place. And there was a dead guard. And there was a face that talked to you inside of the system and told you that somebody else has already right, taken all the information that you ago. needed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Two hours and 14 minutes. Mm-hmm. Zimlin owes me. Yep. So you take the camera back to Candor. Um, and she's just like, this is so, this is so cool. I don't get to play with this kind of tech often. Um, and she's like excitedly pulling out her tools and like cackling to herself. And then She's just like, give it here, give it here. <laughs> here you go, Candor. This is very interesting, though. I've never seen anything like it either. So have a crack at it. She's like, yeah, they, they're, it's a new model. It came out overseas in Japan. Um, and so like, she pulls it over and uh, starts removing the paneling on the back. <clears throat> and um, after about like five or six minutes, 
uh, she's got it like hooked up to um, like her personal computer and is like, all right, I found a, I found exactly one recording. Um, it's only a few seconds long. Do you want to watch it? Yes. And she clicks the play button and a silhouette, the body of the, the body of the, 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 um, security guard is, is still, is still here in the recording, but a silhouette, uh, makes their way from the, um, from the big, uh, like net access hub, um, into view of the camera. Um, and they're wearing a, they're wearing like a ceremonial garb that you have not seen in a long time. It's, it's somewhere in the recesses of your mind, a memory of this. And the person, uh, climbs up the wall to where the camera is and says the following oh so sorry you couldn't get here in time better luck on your next run suzu that and then the video ends okay do i recognize the person yet um well there's only one person in the world that would dare to call you susu and it's your sister I knew it! I knew it, that bitch! Uh, what? Oh, God, what is she doing here? Oh, uh, uh, I take uh, it you uh, know this person, then? Uh, yes, yes, that's my sister. Uh, Whoa, that's fucked up. This, this is an interesting development. Looks like I'll be able to kill two birds with one stone. Um... Okay, can you can you find a, a location or like is there any type of signal being given off that's connected to this camera's network? Um, no, it's it's all pretty localized uh, tech, really. Um, and this and this thing is like Fort Knox when it comes to security. Um, but I mean, if it's your sister, you. You've got Sis- leads, right? Sister, for lack of a better word. Um, I haven't seen her in a while. Um, so... I think... I think I have an idea of where she would be. But what is she doing here? Uh, excuse me. My judgment's a little clouded at the moment. Not used to feeling this rush of emotions. No, no, take your time. Okay. Alright, I'm ready to find her. She must she has all the information about the dark matter, so we have to get our yeah. hands on her. Why how does anybody else know about this? This it just doesn't make any sense. Like, why here? Why now? Uh she has to be up to something. Like she, uh, she has to be trying to acquire the Hellfire Deck too, and that won't happen. Okay, so this is what we're gonna do. All right, I'm going to, um, 
retrace a couple of spots that she's been known to frequent, and maybe we'll find some luck with her there, if she hasn't already bolted. In in game in game time, uh, it's been a few days. It's been one week since you looked at me. It's been a few days since uh, anything of note has happened. So yeah, you guys have been kind of hanging out. Well, Abel's probably been hanging out at her apartment. Uh, Saul and Suifeng G or SJ and Suifeng G have been hanging out at um, at Sahara. The last thing that happened to each person so just to just to kind of get you right in the right headspace again uh so if i g you you realized that your sister that bitch. is active in pilatus and has stolen the information that you uh wanted to acquire about dark matter and uh so there's that to deal with eventually saul is is licking his wounds after a close encounter uh, with the sewers, many many uh, dangerous mutant denizens, um, and is also kind of having a hard time coming to grips with the fact that uh, you know he might have had something to do with the experiments that um, have Claudia uh, where she is, uh, and. Abel was betrayed by a very close friend uh, who she thought she could trust. Uh, and he turns out to have been um, a dirtbag. A bag. shyster. And a shyster. And uh, yeah, so so you are all kind of like just experiencing that. And, and it's a sobering experience. Um, although probably a couple of you are not doing it sober um and uh finally you get a a call from uh mr purple um says he is ready to see you um in his office for your next assignment uh i would say if it's been a couple weeks abel would have moved her um her base of operations and would not be at the same apartment anymore all right, so we've we've abandoned that apartment, yeah. um, probably for the best. Yeah, I just I think Saul would have tried to look to find his own apartment as well. All right, um, any particular uh, like neighborhood district? Um, cheap, dirty, and uh, just some place where like it doesn't seem like much. It seems like it's so kind of like shitty that crime only goes on there as like a secondary thought or like i guess he he would have talked to that the the homeless gentleman when they were walking to the uh soup kitchen been like hey do you know uh if there's any like broken down warehouses or like any random spots in those kind of areas that are yeah know, have a all right then you're living like in bone row um and you are so there's two choices for housing in bone row there's arcology housing um, which is just like big, small apartments, uh, or like big buildings with small apartments, kind of like what Abel was living in, but hers was a little bit nicer. Um, and then there is, uh, mm. like shipping containers that have been 
retrofitted to be um, small homes. I think Solich probably tried to get a shipping container, one that looks more like it's not 100%. Like, one that doesn't look like it's finished on the outside, one that still looks like All a right. shipping container. So, yeah, you're kind of, you're, you're hanging out in the shipping container uh, areas of Bone Row. This is really, like, it's it was supposed to be temporary housing um, for, like, a lot of displaced people when the corporations took over. Uh, these are these are these are people who, you know, might have been members of the skeleton gang, um, or you know their family or their descendants. Um, they might not have anything to do with the gang now, but that that they're still kind of branded as um, traitors of the corporations and um, have been thus treated as pariahs, uh, and so that's kind of where you find yourself. Uh, crime is definitely heavy here, and um, there is danger that, uh, you know, at any time, troops might march in and start, you know, blowing places up. That's fine. I think Saul would be okay with that as long as it's as long as long it's further away from Sahara, because, like, he doesn't trust Sahara at this moment, and I think he—I think even being close to someplace that's full of crime, if he's uh, close to— anybody that can eventually give him information i think he's okay with that all right uh so fang you got anything special um so for the past like few weeks uh so fang has been very melancholic um so fang after encountering um my cause fuel has been reminded of all of the anger that she possesses towards her family um, for their betrayal and um, also a little disappointed that she didn't actually finish her sister off when she thought she did and it's it's showing like she's not as upbeat as she usually is and um, appears to be like very distracted. My biggest question for you is have you shared this information with the others? Do they know that, that this is why you're acting this way, or is this just... Uh, are, are, are you not explaining your your change in behavior? Um, not explaining at the moment. Um, uh, Sarkonji is still processing and not not sure if she wants to include the group in her quest for revenge just yet. So, um, she's, she's still figuring out, like, where she's, like, sitting in this pool of okay. like, new information. And the group definitely notices that Sarkonji is different, but so, um, she's been, like, slightly distant. And yeah. So really I, I feel that, that that's, yet. that's very, that's very poignant. Um, especially it's, it shows that, um, you know, you guys have just a few just a few you know weeks ago you, you were gathering and 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 behaving like friends um and now you've all distanced yourself from each other and you you're holding your you know feelings back and you're isolating yourselves uh so this is kind of awkward when you all meet back up at sahara again um it it feels uncomfortable um 
especially since, you know, up until the things that have, have kind of morphed you guys happened, uh, you were close. Um, so that's kind of the mood that we've, we've established there is, is there's, there's, there's tension. Um, and, uh, Sahara's busy as ever. Um, there's like, I've, I've described before that the things have kind of ramped up, um, since your, since your heist and discovery. Um, and there's a lot of like overtime going on and people kind of, you know, busting their asses, uh, to, to kind of make up for things, um, and try to steer the company in the right track. Um, and when you get to, to, uh, Mr. Purple's office and go in, uh, his, there's stuff strewn all over his desk, his desk that was once pristine. Um, he's got, you know, uh, tablets open. He's got paperwork. He's got, um, you know, uh, takeout containers, um, and on his little, uh, sofa in his office, you see like a pillow, um, and, and a sheet. Um, and, uh, the man sitting behind the desk, uh, his, his goatee has, or his nicely trimmed goatee has kind of, um, uh, given way to like a full stubble beard. Um, there's bags under his eyes. Uh, his suit's not, like, you know, pristine as it once was. His tie is off kilter. Um, and, like, when you come in uh, and sit down, he says, uh, Thank you for coming in. Um, how's everybody doing? Uh, I, I mean... I guess better than you, man. Like, what's going on, perps? Uh, you look, uh, you look a little rough there. Yes. Well, we've, I've been in board meetings almost constantly since uh, we learned about Militech's activities. Um, but we, we've, we've been, we've been planning and we've been uh, coming up with contingency plans. So that's why I called. Uh, you three in. Um, our main concern, of course, is Militech right now, but uh, Biotechnica is a competitor that is becoming uh, troublesome. Uh, we want to wipe them out before, you know, the game starts in earnest. And they just announced to the public, I don't know if you saw, um, they're merging with Symbolt Armaments. Um and which, if none of you are all that familiar with Symbolt, uh, they they're the fourth fourth biggest weapons company in Pilatus, behind Militech, Wallcorp, and Budget Arms. If this merger goes through, Biotechnica will have the resources to contest with us and Militech for control of the city, and they'll have political and military power as well. Now, this merger is not yet finalized and therefore is in its weakest stages. What we need is to put them off balance and strike while the iron is hot. Now, I'm not expecting you three to take down an entire corporation. That would be ridiculous. What I want you to do 
is target its weakest link. North of the city is a booster gang of poachers and trappers known as the Skinners. They provide Biotechnica with a constant stream of human and animal test subjects. It's disgusting, frankly. In exchange for these organic testing subjects, Biotechnica supplies the Skinners with a small army. Um, they, They have prototype products, gene splicers, mech suits, experimental camouflage, and a tire smorgasbord of performance enhancers. Um, If we can take the Skinners out of the picture, we'll hurt Biotechnica's supply chain, and uh, it could be the weight that tips the scale in our favor. You'll have access to certain resources when you head north, um, we will provide you uh, with a vehicle of your choosing. Uh, your options are uh, three supercharged ATVs, a bruiser, 4x4 pickup with mountable grenade launcher, or a mutant, which is a six-wheel SUV with eight seats and a cargo compartment. Uh, what are your questions for me so far? So you just want us to like take them out loud, man? Or like what? Uh, I mean, or just go recon and try to steal whatever kind of documents like we have in the past. This, this is going to be a scorched earth mission. I want them eliminated. I want their leader, Thomas Jeopardy, AKA Jaguar brought down. And I want, um, the Skinners effectively dismantled. Abel's going to go over and sit on the couch and kind of slap the pillow away, sit back with her arms crossed and her legs crossed out in front of her. Uh, I don't really have a question. I do have a statement, though. We're way underpaid for this shit. Payment will be large for this. Upon completion, you can each expect 25,000 Eurobucks transferred to your account, and we will completely wipe Agent Soifengji's debt. Well, that's good for you, SFG. And you want them completely eliminated. Is, are there any restrictions on the methods that we use? Uh, there are a couple. One, do not get captured under any circumstances. If Biotechnica gets uh, access to the Phoenix tech, we're sunk. Op- or another Number two, keep our name out of it. I want this to be quiet um, as far as the board is concerned. We don't want a bunch of retaliation before we're ready to play our hand. As, as this is a undercover-style mission, the, th- uh, the three of you will have access uh, to uh, s- separate bodies if you would like to use for the duration of the mission. And I have I have a method that might be that might prove useful um, once you accept. And that method is well. I think, well, we think, Mrs. Blue and I, your best angle is to try and go and in- undercover inside the re- Roti Eco Terrorist Group. You can use the tree huggers to do most of your work for you, 
they hate the Skinners and Biotechnica, and they should be pretty easy to manipulate. This would give you a bigger group to work with and uh, probably some talented hackers as well. Okay. Um, speaking of hacking, um, I'm assuming if we're going north, will there will we have appropriate access uh, to net to net jacking points, or is it just sort of like what we find is what we have? I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, north of the city is pretty wild and untamed. Uh, save for the two outposts that the Skinners control. I don't see much by way of net access. There is a small uh, encampment as well where the uh, terrorist groups have made their home. You might find useful access there, but your your the technology that you'll have available to you is the tech you bring with you. Okay, uh, which leads to my next question. Um, I would like an advance on um, some of that payment for completion of the mission to acquire a physical upgrade. Interesting. Uh, why don't you make a um, Why don't you make a uh, persuasion roll? I got it. I see it. Okay. Um, sixteen. Uh, sixteen. Altogether. He says, "How much would you need per se?" Well, considering I want to add. Uh, I did find what looks to be a really cool gun. Which one is that? Oh, uh, two, is it a, a Tsunami Arms Helix? Yes. It's an exotic assault rifle? Yeah. Do you have uh, auto-fire skill? Because yeah, I don't want to don't buy something that's going to be completely pointless. Bliss, right. Okay, so auto-fire. Um, I mean, I have a 9 in it, but my handgun is 15. So it seems Yeah, like... you're probably better off getting like the microwaver. Uh so okay, instead of dealing damage on a hit, it forces the target to try to beat a DV fifteen cybertech check. If they fail, the GM chooses two pieces of their cyberware or carried electronics to become inoperable for a minute. Cyberlimbs that are rendered inoperable act as their meat counterparts do when they have been dismembered, but they still hang loosely. Amuni- ammunition is costless as it runs off easily rechargeable one hour battery packs that need to be replaced after eight shots. And that's 500. Ooh, yes, let's go with that. This, this thing's All right. cool. Okay, yes, I would like... So you want, so you want a microwaver? <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I need to pack more, more heat since, like, net running probably won't be as accessible to me, and I want to not use this. Fair enough. <laughs> so... Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if all you're asking for is fi- is an advance of 500, he'll float you that. Oh, nice. Okay. <clears throat> in fact, he probably... In fact, M- Mr. Purple would, would just say, Oh, you want a microwaver? Yeah, I can get you one from requisitions. Oh, quick quick question, Mr. Purple. Are, are you also going to include, like... Um, uh, since we're kind of going out in the wilderness, and whatever vehicle we choose, are you going to include, like, all sorts of, like, I guess, equipment that we could, you know that we need like tents and shit like that oh yes there's a mobile campsite uh that's that comes 
with e- any of the options. Gotcha. Um, well, y'all, what what do you guys want to like take? I, th- I think that I think that pickup truck is a good idea, especially if we're going hot and bothered. Yeah, I I could right, and I can also see see it being the best for off road travel. So, how long are you expecting us to abandon our lives here to go off on another? Witch hunt. Well, it'll take as long or as short as you want it to. Uh, I wouldn't expect... I wouldn't expect you guys to get results in a week, maybe three. So you'll be providing provisions for us for a month for this? Yes. I'm gonna need a new gun, too. Alright. Any ideas what you want? Uh, Something small still. Handgun. Uh, Probably... um, you know what? I'll go pick out some knives as well. Alright. Uh, do you want like a any do you want like an exotic weapon? Mm, anything that works well with a handgun proficiency. Yeah, so you can use uh, an air pistol uh, which it fires paintballs uh, with acid. <laughs> oh, good! <laughs> oh, wow! Man, what, kind of, what kind of acid though? Yeah. Um... I mean, I would go with sulfuric acid. Nah, man. It causes, the good stuff. So, yeah, great for trying trying to capture someone alive. Damage built by this weapon cannot cause a critical injury. Uh, but yeah, it's it's costs the ammunition costs the same for a normal medium pistol, even if it's filled with acid. Um, but it also lowers the the stopping power on target's armor. That sounds useful. Uh, there's also a dart gun. Uh, can only load non-basic arrow ammunition. Unlike other weapons that fire arrows, a dart gun has a clip of eight. Uh, I mean, I guess that doesn't really tell me. It's a very heavy pistol. Um, mm-hmm. If we're going to infiltrate the uh, the environmentalist group, it might be good to have a dart gun because it may be able to uh, make us look like pacifists. All right. So you can get a dart gun. Um, the other options, a stun gun. Yeah, so it, if it would reduce a target under one hit points, they are instead unconscious. Uh, and it cannot cause a critical critical injury and doesn't have blade armor. Alright, how about just a stun gun then? Alright, that's fine. That's only a hundred euro bucks. So, that's easy. Saul? I think Saul is just gonna go and try to wreck more grenades. Requisition more grenades and more components for grenades, like stuff that he can make. Not only... Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna keep you're gonna keep doing the thing that I have rules yeah, for. Fuck That's your good. rules, fuck your rules. But I, I think um, grenades and uh, EMPs and maybe one or two landmines, which he will also probably take one home and just set up before he goes, since you know that's the best theft deterrent. Yeah, well, you know, if you live in the if you live in Bone Row, if you're gone for three weeks, you don't live in Bone no, Row that's anymore. Fair. That's okay. Salt, because <laughs> someone yeah, will move okay. in. Salt's just gonna dip, dip the place that he was going. All right, cool. Um, you can also, Saul, since you still have your connections uh, through Militech, any of those items on that, uh, if you still have it, that um, yeah, the document list of mil of weapons yeah. upgrades. You can have you can have any one of those either. I don't also. know if he necessarily will order any of those, but he is gonna. 
give a quick heads up to, um, I guess he'll contact Popper shortly and just tell them that uh, Saul is going to be out of town for a little bit. So he won't be able to really help out in uh, any other of the sorts of uh, requisitions that they may need. Yeah. Well, you'll still have an agent and you'll still have service. That's true, yeah. Um, so if you it, you can just set it up for like a remote delivery and I'll just have you roll when it okay. seems appropriate. Um, other than that, yeah, Saul is just, I mean, while everybody's requisitioning anything, Saul's just itchy. He like, he's like tapping his feet and he looks way more like, maybe not on edge, but like on edge and not hiding it very well as compared to as he normally did when around Sahara. Like, he definitely seems like he wants to get out of there. Yeah, Claudia has been uh, very concerned about you um, the last few days, especially your living Mm -hmm. situation. Um, She's kind of, like, very, very uncomfortable and apprehensive, like, almost every time you're you're in or around your home. (laughs) Oh, it's better than... I think Saul probably talked to her about this too. It's better than being by Sahara or being anywhere near Sahara. And during this time too, during the last couple of days when everybody was like separate, Saul was just going over, pouring over the document endlessly, like just trying to make out and remember anything he can. And then eventually I think he's going to, he's going to start trying to find other links and other sources. Yeah. That seems, uh, appropriate. It's just going over porn. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of weird when, like, Claudia is literally floating right there. I mean, voyeurism is not, like, Saul's thing. Nor is it Claudia's yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, she's good enough about, like, turning around when you use the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, But, like, any, any more than that, I think Saul's basically non not sexual at this point <laughs> yeah he's just he's a ball of nerves and um conspiracy shit right now uh all right well do you have any other questions for uh mr purple does anybody have something you want to ask him while you're here hey purple what what are the um those eco-terrorist people those uh uh what are they called the the roadie group how um how well armed are they they're primarily uh non-combative um most of them are medias or uh hackers but uh if you want to if you want to arm them we'll provide armaments. sounds like these uh these skinners i mean if we were going to go toe-to-toe with them we'd need to bring in some heavy heavy shit right so anyway we could get uh some big stuff airdropped when the time seems uh right if uh you need to requisition something special um it might be it might be deemed appropriate all right hey soy you like that uh robo suit you had last time i do because i think Should uh, we take it i mean maybe next time when we need it or we'll rec- requisition Right, Mr. Purple? Uh, potentially. Nice. I mean, 
I have my uses for it, so the acquisition of that hardware will be most appreciated. Well, you all, you three have impressed us enough that we've um, upgraded your, each of your ranks. Have we gone up by a color each? Yes. Yes. So, uh, Agent Soifang Ji has gone from uh, teal to lime. Um, just two below, two below the top. Miss Media, aka Abel, has gone from black to iron. And call me Iron Woman. Yes. And uh, Saul has gone from russet to maroon. Sweet. Now I just need like four other of me, and I could be a band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was some good shit, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, that was. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so Fungi unfolds her arms, looks up to Mr. Purple, and tells him, For once, I thank you for this mission, Mr. Purple. It seems that a vile serpent hides within the walls of the city, and if you're not careful, your wounds will drink deep of its poison. And then turns toward the door. That was, um... It's fucking poetic there. Yes, yeah, uh, Mr. Purple's been kind of sleepy this whole time, and that, that woke him up a little bit. He's like, uh, okay. It's cryptic. Hey man, don't don't look at us, like, Soy's been going on like a, a, I don't know, romantic, like poetic bender recently. A lot of emotions. We've all been feeling a lot of emotions recently, right? Like it's not just me, right? Mm. Well, that's uh, that's all good and good and fine. I don't really um, want to hear about any of that. All right, cool. Then stick to your cocaine. Bye, Mister Purple. Call me when it's done, or if you need. Oh, where assistance. are the keys for the uh, the truck? And where's it parked at? It's going to be parked in the garage where, well, you weren't alive for that part. Uh, your associates know where um, to find the vehicle. Keys cool. are in it. I guess as soon as the three of us are in an elevator, Saul's going to like say under, under his breath or kind of quietly, guys, when we get in the truck, we have to sweep it for any sort of bugs. I, sorry, I've been kind of like gone for a bit, but, um, I don't trust Sahara anymore and, uh, we'll talk about it. When did you ever fucking trust Sahara? Oh no, no, no. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I haven't you know, been super comfortable with them, but like now I have some definitive proof that they have directly fucked up my life. And I mean, before dying, at least I think it was maybe, I don't know. This could have been the second or third time I died. I don't know. Um, yeah. So I've been trying to process that because, uh, we might all be, might, this might be, uh, life number two or three for all of us but we'll we'll talk about it in the in the, the car okay so just help me like make sure it's not bugged out and when we're out of the city we'll talk about it 
Okay. Aren't we supposed to be picking up some new meat suits anyway? I'm not sure if I really want to take. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm staying with what I got for now. I'm. I, Claudia's like, please, please. I. Yeah. I don't know what would happen if you changed. Yeah, Claudia's not too keen on it either. And um. Oh, she's still around. Yeah, she is, and uh, we gotta talk about her too. Um, you guys might know her as well. Sarfungi smugly says, hmm, "Seems like we all have our ghosts." <clears throat> yeah, that makes two ways. Uh, it seems. So, is anyone else is anyone else taking uh, Mister Purple up on the on the idea uh, the um, different body? Nah. I mean, after yeah, after hearing Saul say that, Abel's gonna kind of forget that she brought it up. But I'm not. I'm not ready to leave just yet. Like, are we leaving immediately? I I didn't assume so. I mean, I figured you'd you'd do your regular Sahara routine where you talk to Mister White and you know see what's see what's new in the in the weapons locker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm headed to Doctor White too. Yeah, I'm down with that. I think I think Saul he's I think Saul is still somewhat okay with Dr. White. Hey, like Abel, could you could you pick me up a couple grenades? I can pick me up some grenades. Could you pick up some grenades for me too? Yeah, I'll collect a dozen. Cool. It's just like eggs, right? Yeah, thanks. I'm gonna go check out the car downstairs. Yeah, don't leave with it. I'm not going to. I'm just. I'm, I'm literally just gonna kind of sweep it for bugs and shit. That works. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Um. I guess you guys get off the elevator. It on the like R and D floor, where the weapons locker is, and also Doctor White's office. Um. So you go to wherever. I I'm not gonna make you role play picking up weapons. You get the weapons that you had requested from Mister Purple. Uh, those like special uh, exotic weapons mm-hmm. and the, then uh, you know a dozen grenades um, since your security clearance has been upped a little bit um, they they are all too happy to you know fork over the fork over the goods and um, he also the the guy behind the, the desk also like pulls or goes back to the back and pulls out like a huge briefcase and 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 drops it down on the table uh and you open it up and there is like a massive grenade launcher in this box and he says it's for the truck okay so the truck knows how to operate this <laughs> no it's it's a mountable oh. grenade launcher so that makes way more sense okay uh shit we're expecting that kind of situation. Okay, I'll take it. Can I have Can I have two of them? Because, you know, we have a driver, mm. and then we have two individuals, so in case we need to, like, launch ahead, launch behind, it would be very beneficial. I second the I see the, log- I see the logic in that. You know, we have... I see the know, logic in that, but I have a... Backseat drivers. But hate... Yeah, I, I again, I see the logic in that, but uh, right here on your file, it says limit one per 
uh, one per team. Yeah, so. well, see, I'm a, I'm on a team by myself, and then my uh, associates are a team uh, in their own. So I have a uh, a second directive that requires me to work individually at times. So I'm going to need you to give me that second grenade launcher. Uh, why don't you do a persuasion fast yeah. talk? Dice roller, motherfucker. I don't want to buy dice. I want you to roll some dice. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's why That's why I go analog. 16. 16. He says, he says, uh, I really need a signed form from Mr. Purple for that. Well, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you probably want to get that taken care of. Um, but, you know, I think if you... Go ahead and give this to me. Then you'll be set up for success on the front end rather than set up for, you know, disappointment because you didn't provide the accurate uh, materials needed for these two separate missions. I don't know. I think I'll I think I'll take my chances. Ah, your funeral. Thanks for this one, at least. Yep. Oh, uh, also, I was looking for a... Uh, Let's see. A second. Uh, can I get a sawed-off shotgun? Would that what would that be considered a handgun? Well, I got I got shotguns, but I don't uh, I don't really have a have a hacksaw back here. Uh, your 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 buddy's your buddy's good with guns, right? I'm sure he could figure it out. Man, you're really like. Uh... You're taking the easy route for your job today, aren't you, bud? Did your mom not pack your lunch well, for you? Well, you know, I, I got, uh, I got, I got, I got my, uh, my, um, separation paperwork, uh, the other day, so I'm kind of phoning uh, it in. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Hey, been there, done that. But, uh. Yep. I mean, that would make it even more logical for you to just go ahead and give me that second grenade launcher because you don't have to deal with any sort of paperwork trail afterwards. So the next guy. I don't know. If I don't have standards, what do I have? Well, you don't have a job, so, I mean. Yeah, but they can always take away my pension. Oh, shit, you guys get pension here? Fuck, I gotta look into that. All right. Well, I tried. I mean, you can have a shotgun. I'm I'm fine with checking one out for you. Just Can I have two shotguns? I'm not gonna sigh it. I'm gonna... What is with you and twos these, twos these days? I have, Fine. It's uh, a nervous twitch that requires me to, uh, you know, think in pairs at all times. You know, it's kind of like one of those, like, ticks, uh, I guess. Uh, my doctor says it has a lot to do with my abandonment issues. Uh, so thanks for the two shotguns. All right. Yeah. My, uh... My doctor just says I need to lay off the carbs. Yeah, he's full of shit. You look great. Hey, thanks. You're welcome. All right. All right. So we did end up role-playing that. Um, uh, but yes, you have you have now a, a mountable grenade launcher, 12 grenades, um, the exotic weapons for the each of you. Um, you know what they are because you wrote them down, I assume. And then... Uh, Two shotguns. Uh, yeah, two, sh two, two shotguns. Yeah, Abel's just gonna so good job. sling what she can over her back and just, um... Do you got, do you got like, like, a red wagon for the rest of this shit? I'm a little 
shorthanded. Ah, uh, you know, I just gave my last Damn. one away. You're um. All right. You know what? I'm tired of uh, verbally berating you and then trying to um. Trying to sweet talk you. I'm just gonna make two trips, so I'll be back. All right, looking forward to it. Hey, it's your Game Master over here, Gavin. Firstly, I'd like to clear up why we didn't post an episode two weeks ago. We had a couple of family birthdays, one after the other, and one of our cast was traveling all over the country with vacations and then family emergencies. Everyone's okay, though. We will continue to release every two weeks, but occasionally life happens and it makes it hard to get all the editing work done in a timely fashion. Anyway, this is the part where I ask each of you to send us a little bit of support. You can follow us on Twitter at Roll Warriors and send us a tweet or two. We'd be happy to hear from you. Secondly, we have a Patreon page if you have a little bit of extra money you want to share with us. It's only $5 a month to become an esteemed member like Billy Young, Daniel Sittler, and James Beatty. This membership includes bonus episodes that you get to suggest. Say, for example, you want to hear us roleplay being, I don't know, intergalactic foster parents for a house full of alien kids. We'll do that. Actually, that one sounds awesome. Good job, me. In case you haven't heard, we have a website so you can get all the juicy deets on the cast and the characters. That's basically it for ads unless you want to at me, Red Vines. Catch you in the next one. All right, uh, Sufang G, did you want to go see Dr. White? Indeed. Okay, so you head to his office. Um, he's kind of just uh, he's kind of just sitting there, like staring out the doorway. Um, and when you when you come in the room, uh, he he sees you and he kind of like jumps to attention. And says, "Hello, Agent Sufang G. How can I help you today?" Hello, Dr. White. Um. It seems I am in need of your assistance again. Um, this is, however, of a personal matter, as you are the only one that I feel that I can trust with this information at this particular time. You see, a dark shadow of my past has come back to haunt me, one that I was fairly certain that I was able to rid myself of, but, like, as with all ghosts, they seem to come back to haunt you. This particular ghost is one that I am seeking out at this time, and I need your help finding it. Well, normally I'd be all gung-ho, but, uh, well, I've come around to the corporate way of thinking. We just... We can't be devoting resources or my time to personal matters. I see. So that's your final answer, Dr. White? I'm afraid so, Agent Soifeng Ji. I, I'm busy enough as it is, and, and the, the boys upstairs don't want me wasting my precious time um, with side projects or personal favors. I'm sorry. I understand. I guess I was wrong about you, Dr. White. 
hopefully this decision doesn't come back to bite you in the butt. And Soyphone turns and walks away. Um, he tur- he turns uh, and starts typing at his desk. Um, and you swear you see like a little tear um, in the corner of his eye. Soyphone stops for a second. Looks back one more time. And continues walking with more conviction than ever. And Sorfungi thinks to herself, hmm, who can she find to to assist her with locating my cause? She just thinks it. It's in the back of her mind. But uh I guess yeah. we continue on with the mission. Okay. Um so after making two trips uh down to the garage you have loaded up this uh, truck. Uh, Saul, do you want to make a roll yes. so that you can check it for yes. bugs? I think in the interim, while they were getting weapons, Saul will look over to Claudia and be like, "Hey, can you um, can you help me out, Claudia? Let's uh, see if we can like, can you like float? You want me? You want me on the gun? No, no. I well, understand. Eventually, but first, can like before we get this thing loaded up, can you like kind of float through? the truck and just like check for bugs i'm gonna check for bugs too but like could you you know i mean you can see through things i think right like you're incorporeal so you can like just help me look for bugs okay uh all right all right that is uh, that's just a straight uh not tech it's um it's tech based basic tech right um, I think it's going to be criminology because it's uh it's, it's, this is the skill for looking for clues, uh, dusting for fingerprints, doing ballistics tests, examining evidence, and searching through police records and files. I think that makes more sense okay. to and me. And what's the base um, attribute for that? Intelligence. Intelligence. Okay, so I rolled a six, so I got a 12 all day because I have no training in criminology whatsoever. Um, well, okay. Uh, with Claudia helping you, um, that actually bumps it up to a 18. And um, she's, like, phasing through uh, the the truck, and she gets to, like, just before the glove compartment. Um, and she says, huh, that doesn't look like that's supposed to be there. Oh, shit, what, where, where? And Saul will, like, move over. And she points. Um... So I'll pull out, I guess, his tools and start looking around, kind of like underneath the glove box, around it, and whatnot. For with, I mean, obviously with Claudia's help, and eventually he'll find it and just kind of like try to pry it out. Yeah, yeah. It looks like um, if you've ever seen like uh the diaphragm of mm-hmm. a speaker, it kind of looks okay, like that. So it's just like a listening device. It's not so much a, a visual thing. Yeah, it's like a small. It's like a small uh, hockey puck sized speaker All right Saul will pry it out and what he will do is he will uh he'll actually hold on to it I'll put it in his bag now that it is uh disconnected okay. from anything and he will show it he will also like put a finger up to his lips to the other associates and he'll point and he'll be like this was in the car it's not all in his brain he found it it's the truth Saul what the fuck are you talking Okay, it's not connected to anything. Fuck it. Uh, th- there was this bug in the truck. Okay, I told you. I, I, <laughs> Let's get on the road. 
in i'll talk to you guys a little bit more about okay are you sure that's the only one uh, it's all the the ones that me and claudia could find i didn't get a gun for her i i don't remember when i tried to toss that gun to her and it kind of just like fell down when we were at that guy's apartment mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't think she needs a gun i don't want a gun either yeah she says she doesn't want a gun either she says she's she would much rather prefer possessing people she kind of just gives you like a like a eye roll I'm just fucking with you claudia okay so um who's who's driving this bitch well, Saul, hold on. If you just debug the car, they're going to know it's been debugged. Um, yeah. Is that something that we want them to know that we're privy to? Or is that something that we need to keep in mind? I mean, what do you want me to... Own... Saul will pull out the bug again and say, like, well, what do you want me to do? Because I could probably wire it up to another car around here. Or uh, how do you want... I don't know. I mean, can you reinstall it, but put it in incorrectly so it looks like it's been hooked up? It's got faulty wiring. It looks like we haven't fucked with it. I mean, yeah, but I don't think they're going to send anybody out to check on us while we're out in the field for a while. No, but when we get back and they come back to check the recordings or anything like that, they're going to know that we intentionally ripped it out and then start asking questions. When we get back, we'll worry about that. How about we make it look like an accident? Yeah. Yeah. So That's what I'm... maybe Saul can... put his <laughs> Saul will unload a full clip into the car right now. Ooh, either that or you can build one of your makeshift bombs that accidentally goes off in the car, but a, a very small explosion that's just enough to damage quote damage the bug, and we can just pretend to not be privy to it at all. Yeah, we could just yeah. blow the whole thing when we get back. Or we oh, could just, too. you know, leave it with the eco-terrorists. I don't know. It's whatever we want to do. I mean, there's there's a bunch of different roads we could go down, but, like, talking about roads, I think we should get on the road so we can talk and get away from here, please. Agreed. So, Dr. So White driving? was acting weird. <clears throat> Not I, said the cat. And I'm going to sit in the back and cross my feet and put him up on the front seat. All right, I got it then, I guess. Fuck. Okay. I think that's funny, because I think Abel has the best driving skills. I think so, skill. too. <laughs> I don't think I have any driving skills. Maybe you just rolled, rolled like, n- better than the other two, or than uh, Saul did when it was time to do the I motorcycle. Because so. it's cause basic drive, what is it, it's vehicle stuff. Land vehicle is based off of what, like, reflex? Reflex. Yeah. I mean, we can. I know SJ's reflex is slightly better than Saul's. Yeah, we can base it on my reflex, but I don't. I'm not good at fucking driving vehicles. This is not in the not in yeah. the playbook. I think. I think that well, Sufangji and Saul are uh, the oldest um, members of the associates. I feel. Like, I feel like it would be a tough sell to say that 22 year old Abel has been in has has driven more than a couple of vehicles in her life. Uh, just because, you know, you're young. You have, don't have that many life experiences. You boost a couple cars here and there, but, you know, you didn't drive them all that far. Well, starting them is one thing. Actually driving them is another, so. That's fair. All right, well, then Saul will jump into the driver's seat and everybody buckle up for safety. 
Ooh, that was actually a good roll. Holy poop. I'm buckled. It was, it teetered on the one and then hit the wall of my little thing and went on to a nine. <laughs> I was very happy with nice. that. <laughs> All right, so reflex. Uh, so that would be a nine plus an eight is a 17. 17. All right. Yeah. I mean, you, you're, you're keeping it on the road. You're staying in your lane. You're obeying traffic signals and um, things things of that nature. And uh, you could there this this car does have a built in or has has a radio. Um, you can listen to different stations and stuff like that. Um, it's also like it's really like spacious in the interior because um, imagine like a imagine like a big heavy duty uh, pickup truck. So it's got a full full cabinet for uh or cabin for uh you know seating uh nice leather seats um the kind that like you can pop you know uh roll back and sleep in and uh like a full flatbed with the um big rack for the the mounting uh grenade launcher and there's even like a tackle box in the back too for like like a toolbox for um, all your extra stuff, which uh, Saul, while you were looking for bugs, you did see like it's fully outfitted with um, camping gear, uh, everything you need basically to survive out in the wilderness. Um, so yeah, you're you're ready to go, and um, it takes you like uh, probably. Th- about three hours to get to the outskirts of the city um and once you're there uh so like there's there's a little bit of like you know buildings out here um at kind of like smaller like little ranches and um like a couple trailer parks people who just like you know live outside of the city um most of this most of this wilderness is like large rock or grasslands like it's not there's not a lot of trees there's not a lot of anything uh except for grass um and uh like you 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 might come across like a few animals um along the drive like there's birds um like a few you know birds uh on on the air um Maybe you see like a hare dart under a uh, under a patch of grass um, as you're driving by, and the wind is is definitely like you can you can hear it. Like you're in a climate controlled cabin, but you can hear the wind outside. It's it's picking up and it's really really uh, like smacking the outside of this van, uh, truck. So can you stop swerving? Like I'm getting a little car sick. It's it's not me, man. Like this wind is strong. I think now that we got away from all like the civilization, it's kind of like you know the wind is is picking up pretty bad. But look, okay. So here's what I wanted to talk about now that we're kind of like away from the city. So remember, like a two weeks ago ish. Right after, um, 
right after we got your boy Zemlin out, Abel. Yeah. Yeah, so when we were hanging out in the sewers, when we were traveling through there, Claudia said that she felt something. And so I know it sounds crazy, but I went back there by myself. And wait, wait you went back down to, in, into in the, the sewers. The, yeah. In the well, you weren't. Well, you weren't by yourself. I, I was with you. Biologically so. engineered, yeah. fucked up sewerscape that is below our city. Well, by, it gets, by it yourself. gets better. Yeah, it gets better than that. So, um, talking about bioengineering. <sighs> Uh, I, I was with Claudia and, and Claudia said she was getting some weird vibes. So we just kind of followed those vibes for a bit until, um, I found a bulkhead and an old busted up door that led into an old busted up laboratory. And, um, why don't, Hey, soy fungi, can you, can you go in my backpack? Um, there should be a file in like a blue document binder thing. Could you could you pull that out? Uh, sure. Let me look. Uh, okay. no, that's the porn. Uh, that's other the other file folder. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I'll just put that back. Um, Thank you. Okay, think I found it. Yeah. So, um. I mean, I think this will be interesting to both of you guys. Um, go ahead and open it up. It's called Project Cerebrum. While I was down there, um, I saw an operating room with an operating table. And when I went into it, I had kind of what I feel like. I don't know if Abel, you ever caught me sleepwalking, but I know Soifungi you have, um, but I've had dreams before where, like, they're abduction dreams, right? Like, I've been abducted by aliens, and I see shit, and, um, in that room, I had a quick vision, and, uh, I was on the table, and so... But I was also, I was on the table. I had been on the table before, but I had also um, been there as a researcher. And Claudia was there as a researcher. And I am not sure if that's the memories of this body or if I have died multiple times. Because this was, specifically, if you look in that file, this was a project carried out by Sahara. They're listening to us. They know all about us. I don't even know, quite frankly, if we're real people. Well, Saul, I thought it was established that we're a fucking science experiment. Oh, no, no. But I think it goes beyond that. I think... I don't know if Saul Owens Jr. was ever really a person. I don't know if Abel Lee Sullivan was ever really a person. I don't know if Soish Fanji was ever really a person. What if these are just the most recent programs they've downloaded into us uh okay that's that's impossible like i don't know i don't you say you say that but like i you you guys saw me get killed right like well you might not have seen me die but you you got my dead body 
from that fucking casino. And then literally a couple hours later, so I find you came up and pulled me out of a goddamn test tube. I don't. So we all have people we know, or at least I do. Right. Same. You. Yes. I, I mean, I mean, we have, I have, I remember growing up. I remember being, I don't, I remember being in this body my entire life. So I don't, do you not remember growing up? Uh, knowing your parents and kind of. I, I mean, I remember going through puberty. I I remember a childhood at grandma and grandpa's house, but like at the same time, my tr- truthfully, I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but my my parents died in like some sort of car crash. And I say that even though my hands are both on the wheel and I'm driving very safely, like with air quotes, man. Like, there was no explanation of how this car crash happened. It was very much the police saying that it happened, and then no follow-up whatsoever until I started to look around for, you know, the truth of what happened. And then after that, I mean, I don't know. I didn't find too much. I got hired on at... Um, Militech like the rest of my family was they said I was a really good like salesman slash engineer gunsmith sort of deal and then I moved to Pilates a couple year, you know one or two years after that be, you know because of the opportunity and um, I don't know how the fuck then if I you know gr- grew up outside of Pilates, how the fuck was I there on that chain in that chamber? How the fuck was I, uh, you know, recording tests? And then of also secondary thing after I got the file and started to kind of like leave the sewers, there's a bunch of weird fucking like mutant seal things that came after us. Are you sure you weren't like sleeping no. this entire time? I, it sounds a lot like you're, I was not. I was not fever dreaming. I did meet a very happy guy named Jeremy afterwards. He was a homeless dude. I paid him some money to watch over the uh, the um, the police bike, and then he told me that actually. So also, since you guys didn't really see me for a while, I was living out in a uh, in Bone Row for a minute, out of out of like a, maybe not the greatest type of housing, but. I, 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 I can't go back to Sahara, man. I, I can't I can't live there. I'm not safe there. And I don't know if you guys are safe there either. So that's like just just read through the file when you when you feel like it, but like I don't I don't th- it's not even we can't trust them. It's I don't know how much distance we should put between us and them because I don't know when they're gonna you know come after us fully so some some random guy just gave me a grenade launcher based on the word of some dude named mr fucking purple okay we've never been safe Uh, okay but like also i guess the other thing too is like if if i have these other memories in my head right from this life that i don't know if i even lived either one as Saul Owens jr or as this random researcher dude 
how do we know that they haven't programmed shit into us with these chips? You know, like how do how do we know that there's not some sort of code word that they just say it and we forget things or we just black out or we just go on like a killing spree? How how do we know we don't have this shit like pre-programmed, man? Like I know I'm sounding like fucking insane and like a conspiracy theory shit right now, but like we we truly don't know. I mean, maybe it could be possible, but like the amount of resources that it would take to develop this technology should even be beyond the uh, the financial capabilities of Sahara. Like this, we're talking supplanting memories into people and basically recycling their lives. I mean... I don't know why they'd want to do it. I don't know how much money they've spent on it. I I don't... Look, I don't know why the fuck this shit would happen. I don't know why any sane person or company would want to do this because I don't know... I don't know what the, you know, return on this investment is. But, like, honestly... It doesn't explain all the other shit, right? Like, there is shit that has happened. Read that file. Some of this shit is 100% true. It's all about biogenetic altering. It's all about trying to rewrite memory, trying to trying to work with the brain to... I, I don't know. So I, I, we're a living, walking proof of this, man. Exactly. We so, sold like, our souls to the, to the devil... As soon as we sign this contract. I don't even know if we sold our souls to the devil when we signed the contract. That's what I'm saying is we may have been... Well, we might be, like, living one of those fucking, like, um, Groundhog Day purgatory horse shit. And we don't even know. Okay, so what do you propose to do? I, I don't I don't know. I just... I, I needed to tell you guys to make sure that you guys knew, too. Because I, I don't know what to do. I'm going to... I mean, I'm not going to jeopardize our safety over anything. I'm going to, like, play to the tune of the Pied Piper right now. But, like, I think I think we got to do more research into this. I got to I, – I, I don't know. I think we got to we gotta figure out and get down to, like, the, the bare bones level of what the hell this Project Cerebrum was and what it has to do with all of us. Because I think it's bigger than me, man. Like – Honestly, I started seeing Claudia after I came back from the dead. Okay? And I I distinctly saw her as a researcher. And they have her name listed as one of the... I mean, it's hard to see because it's all blacked out with ink and whatnot. But, like, if you if you put it up to the light, you can kind of make out the names. One we of them is Claudia. We saw you seeing shit before you ever went under that's fair, but, like, nobody had ever... I mean, nothing like Claudia, though. Like, Claudia's a... She might not be... I don't know, I hope she's alive, but she's not, like, a breathing... But she's a talking, sentient being, right? Like, this is not just... A, some sort of memory of having some surgery done on me. Or any sort of abduction scenario where I'm talking to, you know, the Pleiadian. Yeah, 
uh, Claudia, while you're saying this, um, she's kind of like looking at her hands. Um, and when you, when you mentioned like, you know, she's, she's a, a, a person and she's just like, I, I hope I am. No, Claudia, you are, you are, we both are. I just, I don't know what Sahara has done to us. How about we find out? I, I mean, guess we, we gotta. You remember a while back when, when I was given that mission to find this hacker that broke into Sahara and may or may not have located some files on them and it was a pretty big deal? Mm-hmm. Maybe if they can do it, I can definitely do it. Maybe after this mission, I I can take a peek around and see what I can find. Well, I think, honestly, I think this mission is a good one because if this is the only bug that was in this car, we're virtually separate from any eyes and ears that Sahara could put on us right at this moment. Are so we? I think, I, fuck, I hope so. I mean, our Phoenix ships could be bugged. Uh, that's true. Maybe they always know what we're doing. I don't, I don't. So if you're so worried about this, why are we even doing this mission? Why don't we just take this car right now and... Just go? Deuces. It's not I, like I have anything tying me to this place. I don't know. Because I, I feel like... I feel like if we were to go rogue now, then any sort of answers we could get in the future would just be cut off. Like maybe they would just let us go free and fuck around in the wilderness. Maybe they would just send a kill, you know, a kill program to the Phoenix trips and we all just fall over within two seconds dead. And then they come and recover us and just rinse and repeat, you know, like I, I, I don't know what the, well, could... yeah, they said that the one thing we're not allowed to do is let them take us. So I don't know what we the obviously best play is. Are, uh, an investment and a half. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to try to use that, I guess, against them. You know, I want to, I want to learn more. And did, did you guys tell us all about, um, Dr. White and how, like, he's not helping out for whatever reason, Soy? Um, I, uh, I mentioned it earlier. Um, I do, I do find it kind of weird. Dr. White wouldn't help me with, this thing I have going on, which I, I guess it's safe to say now. Um, so my sister's in town and she's alive. And a while back, I didn't even know you had a sister. Um, family. I'm not supposed to, I thought I killed her, but, Oh, it seems that she's alive and she's interfering with my mission to retrieve the Hellfire deck and it's it's a lot for me to process right now. It and I asked Dr. White if he could help me find her and he refused. He loves he loves going off the books. He loves going on little adventures, and now he's uh, he's being weird. He was very weird. I didn't question it because I could tell that it's almost like 
like someone's watching him as well. I and I don't know. It was weird. So maybe maybe what you're saying, um, Saul has some validity to it. I think there is something going on. I think they do know that we're close if it's true and if anything, maybe this mission is a way to get rid of us. I don't I don't even know what they're trying to do with us, man. Like but I I believe what like Abel said is right though, like if we can't get captured, why would they send us out on this mission? You know, I, I think they want us to come back, but I don't fucking know what, like... I mean, they could have set up the nomads out here anyway. This could all just be a test. Could all just be a field run. Yeah. Well, I guess we won't know until we complete this mission. And maybe along the way, if we find out something that's more concrete, we can use it against Sahara. Maybe give us some leverage into getting the answers that we want. Um, so you guys are still, I mean, you're just talking in the cars as you're driving through, um, like on a road through the wilderness. And, uh, there, there comes a point where like, um, you guys pass, uh, like these giant skeleton, uh, oil rigs that have just been abandoned, um, for probably 80 plus years. I mean, nobody uses fossil fuels anymore. Um, it's, it, they've all gone to, uh, nuclear or, um, electric power. And so, yeah, but these, these huge behemoths of, 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 um, the, the old days, uh, stand, um, out in the, out in the wilderness when you, as you pass them. Well, first off, those are kind of cool, weird things. Um, I don't. I don't know what the game You're plan is for guys. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. It's okay. There's nobody else here on the road. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the best play is. I just. I wanted to make sure you guys knew why I was like kind of off, you know, off the radar for the last like week and a half ish. I was just trying to find out as much information as possible without getting close to Sahara, and I'm I'm sorry if I like worried anybody. Like, I didn't mean to go silent. I just didn't want to put you guys at danger if I found anything. I'm already sitting back with my arms crossed and my legs crossed, but if they could get any more crossed, they are. <laughs> um, and I'm just... Mm-hmm. You grow a, Abel grows a second pair set of arms so that she yes. can cross those, too. My thumbs are also crossed. My uh, arms are crossed, and them, all of yeah. my fingers are crossed. Eyes crossed. Spine Eyes crossed. Eyes crossed. It's about uh, you. You do pass a sign um, that you've been on the road for like an hour outside of the city. So uh, this has been a four-hour trip so far, um, and then you you pass a sign uh, that says uh, North Side, one ninety-three km. Well, we still got a, a ways to go. So I don't know, Abel. What what have you been up to? Have you been able to like? contact anybody has has b tried to get in touch with you no no i haven't haven't had contact with anybody oh set up um, a new place and uh i'm working on my own shit 
And then I got the call from Sahara, and I uh, honestly went through the same kind of situation you're going through, and trying to make up my mind whether I want to continue this fucked up game or not. I mean, yeah. I think the best thing that came out of all this horseshit was like definitely nothing for me, good came out of this horseshit. I mean, I met you guys, so I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's really fun when you make some new cozy friends and they uh, fucking dip out. Wow. Oh, I I didn't know it. It bothered no, you so much. I'm I'm sorry. No, I mean like, it's it's fine. It's just. Uh, it is what it is. It's what happens anyway. Oh, okay. I mean, I get you're upset, but like, fuck, man, you're upset. the one that's getting like apartments away from everybody. Like, we had, granted, it wasn't a good place, but we did have a I'm place. I'm sorry, Song. Did from. I have to? Did I have to get your permission? No, I just like I figured you're getting uh, all upset I mean, that each one of us is kind of doing our own thing it, when you're the one who started it. Like, Dad, were, I said I'm fine. Okay. Come on, pops. You're giving us some just, real, you know, real passive aggressive shit right now, focus though, man. On the oh fuck, that's a turkey. Yeah. All right, okay. I didn't even think those things were native to south to down here. Okay, so I don't, I don't think calling each other out on who's been more distant in what ways is going to fix the gap between us. Um, I too have an admission of guilt for distancing myself from you two and uh, I guess being somewhat cold. However, it has nothing to do with either of the two of you. In fact, it was in, it was in regards to your safety. Um, my cause is just as skilled as I am and could easily hunt you two down and kill them, kill you if she wanted to. And not really knowing her whereabouts or motives for coming here, aside from getting in the way of my mission, kind of left me concerned. No, I I get that. And, you know, I appreciate you trying to keep it safe. I'm, again, I'm sorry, too, that I was kind of, like, out and about. Uh, same, you know, reasons, just different. Same result, just different reasons, you know. And um, how about when we get back to the city, we uh, maybe we all look for a place together. Stay tight, you know. Mm. I mean, if you guys want go, to, if you don't, shit. I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> I, I think. I think it would be okay to trust in each other more and to share and get close. These are these are all things I want to do. It's just the last person oh, that I was How was a How's Candor been by the way? Um, you, you know, uh she's Candor. So Teenager. She, I think I think she quite enjoys my my silence, <laughs> and I'm sure she doesn't want it to stop. Um, you know, uh, we've she's been a how do I say it? 
she's been a little perturbed um, from the lack of progress we've made on our Hellfire mission, and she kind of, you know, wants that over with. But, you know, it'll come in due time, and she'll just have to learn patience. But other than that, she's good, you know. I assume as good as a teenager can be. Claudia, while while you guys are like all apologizing, um, she's just like, uh, like you see her get teary eyed, and she's like, she's like, Saul, I'm sorry that I'm not wa- that I don't follow you into the bathroom anymore. No, that's that's not something to be sorry about, dude. Like, I know I've gotten distant, and I just I'll stick no, closer no, to you from okay now on. No, no, that's okay distance. I don't need you watching me shit, bro. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, Claudia is just apologizing for being distant, and she thinks she needs to try to follow me in the bathroom again like she used to when she first uh, kind of, like, appeared in my life. And, um, yeah, no. Okay, so I like to shit she- in peace. I like to shit by myself, alone. So is she a tapered conscience, or is she a cat? Like, what's going on? No, she's, like, her own person. I mean, like, it's just... So, Claudia said that, like, she spent a really long time time trying to, like, find anybody who could, like, see her um, and interact with her. And when she found me, which was essentially right as I was coming back to life, I guess, she called me by a different name. Um, So, that was weird. What did she call you? Uh... Yeah, uh, so she called me James, and, like, I've never been called James before. Um, And uh, after the most recent, like, um, kind of, I guess, vision-y thing down in the sewers, I have a a little bit more credence that maybe this James was either the previous inhabitant of this body, or maybe this James... Maybe I am James, and I just don't remember it. Um, but either way, before we get cycled back into that horse shittery, Claudia is like her own person. Like she's sentient; she does her own thing. She can just kind of like phase in and out of stuff, though. She's, I mean, for lack of a better term, she's like a, kind of like a ghost. She's like always around, though. Like. Only thing is, like, she can't get too far away from me, or else, like, shit starts to go wonky for her. And you're sure she's not some type of bleeding edge AI that's just attached to you know, remotely? Or. She, she may be, but I mean, she's also got, like, memories and shit just like i do i mean we both remember seeing each other yeah she uh you, you kind of say that and look into the rear view mirror um at her who's sit she's like sitting next to soifang g in the back seat mm-hmm. uh and when 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 you're like saying these things she's just kind of shrugs at you like mm. yeah i mean like we we've seen each other before in the past when multiple times i mean like when I was younger, I remember seeing her as, like, Saul, right? Like, Saul memories, not, like, James memories. I don't know. Maybe maybe they are James memories. I, I don't... Besides the point, she is a real 
living, breathing person. And we, we hoped that she's living and we're trying to find out what happened to her and what happened to her body. Okay, so Sorfum G is just waving her arm in the space that Claudia supposedly is and asking, are you sure? <laughs> she waves through Claudia. I don't, fuck, I don't know. Claudia, you want to like defend yourself or some shit? Is there some, some way you could like, can you like zapificate? Um, Soifungi, can you try to possess Soifungi? She puts her like fingers up to her head and like closes her eyes, concentrates as hard as she can. Uh, at Soifungi, you don't feel anything. Is she doing anything? I mean, she's, she's thinking about doing something. I think, I think she's trying to do like, some like brain stuff. Why don't you just put your hand through like Soifungi's head or some shit? Um. So okay. She she's like, uh, fine. And she she waves your uh, her hand through uh, your head, Soifungi. Nothing. Yeah. All right. I mean. Mm. Yeah. She's her her arm is through your fucking skull right now. But if you don't feel anything, then yeah, it doesn't look as an arm through my skull. Okay, well, yeah, then she doesn't really have uh, too much of an effect on you, I guess. Um, But yeah, no, like, I don't know. She's here. That's all I know. Maybe she's an AI. I'm not going to knock her existence, but maybe, maybe she's created. I I don't know, man. This is just something we're trying to, we're just trying to figure this shit out. Yeah. I get it. I just, I wish I could see her and, like, know what you're experiencing. Maybe Sarfoji pulls down her visor. Still sees no uh, No, yeah, it's, it's, it's still, a, it's still an empty seat. Well, I mean, like, your pack is sitting next to you on the chair or on the seat, but yeah, nothing else. Um, you do see, like, off in the distance, uh, through your pat through this window, um, you just see like a little, uh, a little like cyclone, uh, blowing across the plains. Oh fuck. Maybe that's why the wind is picking up so hard. Okay. Uh, maybe we should avoid that. Or maybe yeah. we should storm chase. Uh, it doesn't look, it, I mean, it doesn't look like it's heading in your direction. Um, it's kind of like you're, you're on a parallel track. Uh, you're going North. It's going South kind of just two passing passing figures in the wind um, ships in the night got real fucking got real fucking meta there <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>